Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello and welcome back to another episode of DC Alliance. Of course, this is our Superman and Lois reviews, our second show of the week that we have been doing ever since this season aired. Um, of course, I'm your host, Clay, and I am here with Travis this evening. Hines, how you doing today? I'm doing pretty good, Clay. I'm just trying to stay in my lane. Uh... <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. I've been, I've been this year. One big thing for me, um, I am a big proponent in growth. And when it, when it, when it comes to like how our podcast is doing, our numbers and all of that stuff, I'm, I'm all into it. Um, and so I was trying to look up stuff for like Star Wars Alliance, but I was like, oh, well, I'm a DC host. Let me go check our, our reviews. And, uh, I had a, uh, individual call me out for when I called everybody who got Omicron idiots. Uh, and <laughs> Heinz himself has kind of put his opinion on that. And I I did put my foot in my mouth a little bit. I understand that not everybody there are is... Some. There are some. You are there right. Are, there are there some. is a large majority that well, is... I'll uh, say some. I'll say some. <laughs> that uh, are idiots for, for getting it. I have dodged COVID yet again, literally today. 
this week. Um, it it is insane the way just life is in Texas right now, and I hate it. I absolutely hate it. Um, I literally, because of the scheduling and how small our warehouse is and how I still need to be employed and work, I literally have to go into work immediately after this podcast. Um, so that just sucks. But during the day, I get to work from home. So they get to pay me to watch TV, possibly play a video game or two. But, you know, who knows? Um, thankfully, they don't listen to this podcast. So let's go ahead and jump right into things. That being the GUA network plugs and paperwork, of course. Uh, Geek Ultimate Alliance is the network. DC Alliance is a part of that, along with seven other shows, seven days a week. So in a total of eight shows, we have... Four shows that are bi-weekly, four shows that are not. Our bi-weekly shows are Slice of Film with Katie, World's Finest Shoot Believers with Chris, Ranger Alliance with me, Jake, and Joe, and of course, a walk through the multiverse with Joe. Um, our weekly shows are, of course, DC Alliance, Star Wars Alliance, Superhero Discussions, and Marvel Alliance. Uh, DC, of course, being live on Monday and Wednesday nights, both at... 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, uh, Star Wars Alliance on Wednesday nights at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and Marvel being live Thursday nights at 9, 10 uh, p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, Star Wars, DC, and Marvel all having their own solo feeds on uh, any podcatcher of choice, Go so go subscribe to them. We are also a ad-supported network as well as a listener-supported network. So we do have ads in this episode. If you don't want to listen to those ads, you can just you know subscribe to our Patreon. One dollar will just say thank you, but five dollars is what gives you that exclusive content and those shows without ads. So I think that's the fastest I've done the plugs. Holy crap! That's three yeah. minutes in. Holy I'm shit! Not gonna lie, I'm pretty impressed. I did, yeah. a, did a six minute or five minute <laughs> one today when I did a solo superhero discussions. I'll pat myself on the back. So I'm not gonna <laughs> you blew through that in three minutes. That was I, I I I I blew through that. Yeah. So I'm trying to think of anything else. Oh, regarding solo feeds, just had this conversation because I was live today, Wednesday, at Star Wars Alliance. Go check out the solo feed, go review them. Give a screenshot to either the Star Wars Alliance uh, Twitter account, Katie, or myself to be entered to win a, a Star Wars Old Republic omnibus that is out of print. And uh, yeah, uh, there is a little bit of DC news, but that is going to be on our new show on Monday. Uh, this is, of course, our Superman and Lois review uh, season two, episode three. Um, I I am... Like, I'm not a big proponent of the like episode 203, and I'm just like, that's 203. This show has not had 203 episodes. It, it just confuses Two my times and in 03. Yes, but I mean, but you the way you speak it, it's episode 203 yeah. is the way people that is usually true. that is true. It doesn't make sense in my mind. It, my, my brain kind of breaks whenever I hear it. Um, so we had a very lengthy discussion about doomsday and how the showrunners are like hey this character is going to be in this show we are going to show him in episode three here we are episode three and let's just rip this bandit right now no, i think we should probably save that are you it's are very, you serious it's, the it's very not the end of the movie it's the very it's end a, of the episode. it, it, it is. is it's the very it, end you're trying to go eat your dessert first and then start trying to pick at your meal 
And then by the time you get to your appetizers, they're nothing. I will be completely honest with you, though, Travis. What meal was there? Other than There's a lot of character character development there, some of it was uh, some of it. I'll agree was uh, predictable, like the Lana storyline about the mayor. You, I could have closed my eyes and you could have told me two episodes ago Lana's going to run for mayor, and I'm going to be like, let me think about this. Uh, she's going to try first, and let me guess, they don't accept her. They give her some crap about stuff that happened in season one, and then let me guess, her kids are going to help her find her, her true self and show people a smile about who she's actually going to be. That's what I would have normally guessed, and that's kind of the way they went. But I did, I just enjoyed the character, so I kind of enjoyed the moments with her and her mom and, and kind of her, the the jerk husband is trying, is going so far the opposite way of being a jerk. He's like, I, I'm shocked. I haven't seen somebody do 180 like this in personality in quite some time. You are right. Um, I will be completely honest. I really don't care about the Lana story yet. Um, and I think it's because it's so predictable. Yeah. Um, I want to see actual confrontation and development with that first. Same. For me to to be like on board with, okay, this is a good story plot. They're moving um, that line really slow. Like, I will say, you are right. They moved along a lot of the stuff they've been moving still really slow like mm-hmm. we're, we're going to talk about the storyline but honestly i'd say it's going to take us 10 minutes to talk about the storylines not not the big thing at the end yeah because there wasn't much that happened here when you think about it jo- we we went from lana let's go to jordan and uh, sarah because that was was barely anything she had a little discussion with her mother he had a little he was feeling blue and then ultimately clark gave him a little gift to give to her and a couple people told him, like, it's just a kiss, uh, both Jonathan and I can't remember uh, uh, John Stoddard's name, Natalie. Both yeah. Jonathan and Natalie just gave an encouragement, and then he went, and it was very predictable, and he said, I love you, and they were together. They didn't do much with that. I, it's very CW, high school, yeah. Riverdale type stuff that I don't care about either. I enjoy the Jonathan um, storyline a lot. Well, that is a little bit more interesting. That stuff reminds me a lot about Smallville. Yeah. Um, and so I do enjoy that. But let's rewind back to Jordan. Yeah. In regards to Clark and Superman and yes. the confrontation that happened that is there. That's probably some of our better stuff. Um, what's going on with him? I, I get what they're doing, especially with the reveal at the end. But it still doesn't make sense to me. They need to write this in a way... That has me saying, okay, I can make it work. Because otherwise, it's just very weird. And I will say this. Seeing a 15-year-old kid tell his parent, oh, I love this person. I'm going to marry her. I'm going to share all of my secrets and spill all of your secrets and all of this stuff. It was really cringeworthy. And I almost said Clark just freaking heat vision lobotomize him right now just to oh get this God. conversation over with like <laughs> I, I, i'm sorry I, I, it was really cringy but it was really how a teenager would act they're cringe all the time i've i've heard kids say this very thing of i love her we're gonna get married i'm like oh sure yeah my brother would say that to me and he was with his girlfriend for like 10 years. The girl that he was with when he was Jordan's age. And he was telling me like, oh yeah, I'm going to marry her. And I just kept saying to myself, 
that's definitely not going to happen. This is the only girlfriend you've ever had. And if I were going to, I'm a gambling man. I wager on sports all the time. I'm, I'm in such a, I'm in such an unsuccessful swing lately. I'll live bet something and it'll go the other way. I've taken a couple of days off of gambling since football. But if I'm a betting man, I would have bet that that didn't work out. And I, if I'm Clark, I'm thinking the same thing here. I'm like, like you said, I'm thinking you're a little shit. But I'm also understanding he definitely felt the exact same way about Lana. So that's why I can uh, think it's a little hypocritical and which, why he feels bad afterwards. It makes perfect sense. Which I still think it's very weird that they are going out with the route, the storytelling route in this universe of Superman and Lois, of Superman as uh, the universe is, of Clark not telling Lana his secret. I like that. Um. I, don't I mean, to, uh, we don't need a flash situation or arrow situation no, where, no, se- no. where 75 to 100 people know who you are. No, like, I, I, I don't need that either. I don't, I'm not saying that the entire world needs to know because, I mean, I hate the fact that Superman's identity is out in comics right now. I think it's very stupid. Yeah. Um, but the very important thing of Lana or him at least having somebody in Smallville that knew his identity was that, was that he wasn't alone. Is that and I understand that it helps a little bit more with the alien side of him. And so that way, when he did meet Lois, it was that much more special and all of that. I totally get it. But it's just a storytelling perspective that I enjoy. If so when seeing it now and, and knowing Lana is there, there's some times where I think that she knows the secret. I'm like, oh, wait, no, she doesn't. Like It, it could be a little, very odd to me. It could be a cat. Grant thing from Supergirl where she always she found out at some point and just never said anything because that could be a very distinct possibility as well. Yeah, that but is true. I, I think it doesn't matter as much if we're not seeing any episodes of them in the past. Yeah, because it that myth a lot in the Smallville time because like it was the thing it dragged on for a while, but he finally told him, and that's kind of why I think I I understand a little bit what Jordan's going through because we went through that in Smallville where Clark was. Wasn't even graduated high school until Lana's secret. Clark telling Lana's secret ultimately cost his father's life in that show. Yeah. So I, I, I that was the ninety nine episode. episode hundred episode five five twelve. Was it the hundredth? Yeah, I thought the reckon, I thought the reckoning. If I'm if I'm well, I I knew I knew a hundred is reckoning, but I thought yeah. the funeral was the one after his his. The funeral is the one after that one where he goes and he finds the pocket watch uh, and steals it, all that stuff. That kind of, that was, I got to say, watching that live, like I watched that back when it was airing. Yeah. That was such a major letdown episode after going through all the highs of that last episode. It was like, I wasn't prepared for that at all. I was like, go back to the fortress. Bring him back. What the hell? Like, I know it was in comics, but like, come on, this TV show, this guy's been around for five years now. What? what? Uh, such a good show. But no, um, this, this here, I, I got to say, though, I do enjoy uh, what they're doing with, like I was mentioning, Jordan. I didn't, I, I do enjoy that he wants to tell and that, and that Clark even said, like, ultimately gets to the point where he says, like, if you feel this way in another year, come back to me. We'll have this have different discussion. Maybe, maybe. Yeah. So I love that he still throws it out there because he he prefaces it by saying, "Do you know if she tells one person, like but anybody could be compromised." I love yeah. that kind of stuff because we see it in Smallville. Remember, like Pete found out, and then there was an episode where Pete got tortured and then had to leave 
uh, Smallville. Yeah. So like, like I love the repercussions for telling people a secret, and I I would understand it. Jordan wouldn't know because he didn't grow up with this. He only just got this like last year, mm-hmm. learning about all this. So it's I enjoy the whole family and characters. Like like you said, Clark get mad not being able to control himself. And one thing I didn't expect to enjoy was the General Lane Lois stuff. Actually, did enjoy that. I don't know if it's because he, of General Lane actor because he's very good. He's a little less compressed in here. Uh, he is very much like the very first scene that we see him in. He's in a boat and he's just relaxing, fishing, or whatever. That would make sense after not having the responsibilities that he had in the previous season. Like, yeah, he, yeah. But he still has just the overall responsibility because he was in that position in the first place. Um, because there's some stuff that goes down where he's like, okay, there's literally nothing else that I can do. I have to go to Anderson. Um, so trying to think of other stuff, the, the John storyline, um, him still trying to deal with this other guy and on the football team with, uh, him juicing and whatnot, it leads to a fight, which I actually really enjoy Clark playing up the hit because, like him just standing there for one, I am really surprised that uh, John's arm didn't freaking break or anything. Um, but you can just headcanon the fact that possibly Clark at super speed, like moved his head a little bit. Oh, definitely. Uh, definitely. And was able to like take the blow without hurting John. Yeah. Like he could and then move he, like, his face in slow mo. Like, yeah. Look like and then he, head. he freaking flies back and everything. Um, why like i understand this is the cw stuff but the way that john's relationship or even just the kids relationship with clark so far in all of season one and so far in season two i would have 100 i would have put money down on the very first line we saw in the locker room be john saying dad he is using xk but he didn't because he's, he not, didn't. he's not he's not 100% certain but we that's what we think anyway but ultimately when we at the end of the episode we find out why he didn't tell his dad and the whole reason is he wants to use it himself to get good and you got to think too him and his mother have had numerous conversations in the last season of mm-hmm. what it's like to be non superpowered with superpowered people to be, be quote over- unquote normal yeah or overshadowed by their them so i this is i got to say like bravo like this is like makes perfect sense the way why he would do this. It sucks like when you hear it like oh Superman's kid, but all, this is exactly right up his alley of what he would do because mm-hmm. his brother his brother is there with powers and he has. And I wonder if this may be the way that it will kickstart his Kryptonian powers. Well, when we hear the showrunner say, "Hey, Doomsday is here," and then you know I, I'm sure they're already gearing up for John to have superpowers too. We're um, pretty close to that. I don't think there's not, there isn't much else minus low. We're getting the Lois and Lucy stuff more uh, next episode. And but future. we didn't get Lucy here. No, we got the cult leader uh, showing up in Lucy's place, and it's she is two creepy, things. man. She Either is Lucy super creepy. Has gone back with the cult, or the cult has kidnapped Lucy. Yeah, and yeah. We will. I, I I assume Lucy's gone back because she spoke with her father. He said yeah. that he so there's it, it a very great scene between him and Lois too, where he takes responsibility for his mistakes. Uh, I did enjoy that quite a bit. So uh, 
Yeah, you're right, though. That girl is super creepy. I would not look at her and be like, yeah, that's the Messiah I want to follow. But to be completely honest, um, there is not really much more to this episode. So let's go ahead and take our first ad break here. And we will be right back. Remember, guys, we do not choose these ads. We don't choose how many times they repeat themselves if they do or the volume. So we will be right. And we are back. So they're wanting to there's still something going on in the mines and they are very because the this episode opens up with another dizzy spell, another vision spell or whatnot. Um, and so John Henry is like, hey, let me go look into this. And Lois is like, no, you promised Nat- Natalie that you wouldn't, that you would, you know, that you guys would live a normal life and, you know, you wouldn't put yourself in danger and blah, 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 blah. He's like, yeah, but uh, I'm kind of obligated to do this just because you guys are giving us a solid, I'm going to do you a solid type of thing. Um, and so he is getting credentials from General Lane. They're going to make everything work out, and he's going to go see what's going on in the mines. Um, we get to see him going underneath all the mines and seeing like the what was possibly Doomsday. Because, again, we don't know what that is, um, quote unquote. And then uh, we see the well, he gets knocked out. He gets knocked out by that. Uh, I still don't remember her name. I don't think we've been given her name. Uh, maybe Lois might have known it when she was talking to her in the first episode. But okay, uh, uh, it's not something that stuck out to me. But she has been underhanded, and she's the one that said that they found something last time that's more stronger than ever. So uh, she knocks John out, and then ultimately that thing breaks loose and Clark has to go stop it. Uh, and he gets his, he gets his ass handed to him, Clay. He what do you gets... think when, what do you think it first showed up? Because we not gonna lie, listeners, that is that is if not the same color, but that is the suit that of is Doomsday. It is close to the close. containment suit. Yeah. Um the collar was a little distracting. It was uh, a little bit bigger than I thought it would be. Um it looked a little silly. I will admit, um, but I know you can't have like a skin tight freaking headpiece. You have to have something that is breathable. You know, uh, these are legit actors that are in in these suits. They're trying to hide what it is, what's under it too, so you don't exactly exactly. Um, but this is when John Henry is able to even get his steel suit. Not dubbed the steel suit, but pretty we, cool way to get it. It was very, it was very Avengers. Um, when Tony jumps off the uh Stark Tower and has the Mark Thirty Seven, or is it the Mark Thirty Seven? I think it's it's a different Mark actually. Um, I can't remember which one. Uh, but it like forms to his wrists first and then goes onto his body. Um, this actually it's so cool because he jumped and even before it even attached to him, it was already mimicking him. And he was able to get it all on. Now, I thought it would be a little bit more of a dramatic jump and fly type of thing. But he literally just jumped like two feet in the air and then landed. Uh, and I was like, oh, that's kind of disappointing. Uh, but he started to shoot him with uh, solar flares, red solar flare energy flares. Um, and it was doing absolutely nothing to this creature um, until it was point blank to his face. 
and that is when the helmet bursts so you can see the inside and this is when i said that's not doomsday um now you see a lot more fighting but it's hard to see the inside but as a viewer I was trying to purposely look only. I didn't care about the fighting at that point. I was like, I need to see what oh, this doomsday I looks like. Thought it was Hicklin the moment the plate came off. Oh really? Yeah, because of the eye and just the way it was positioned. I I didn't. Oh, I didn't, that's what you're doing. And I, I didn't notice it until before. it stopped. I may have seen tweets before I started watching the episode. On oh, see, no, I I didn't see anything. Lucky you, lucky you. Um, but I see, when I actually, let me rephrase that. I saw a tweet from people who complain about people tweeting about spoilers for movies who tweeted spoilers for this episode literally last night as it was going on and this morning. I don't have a problem with people tweeting it out. I have a problem with people complaining about uh, people tweeting spoilers when you tweet spoilers yourself. But yeah, that, so that's probably why I was I kind of knew the moment I saw his face. But uh, So this is where I was trying to get at at the beginning of our episode and yeah. you made me wait. I think I was right there. Heinz, I... This, like, when it comes to CW, we have been burned. Yeah, I just a lot. We, not by this show yet. Not by this show. But because we have been burned by this network, I am always one scene away from dropping everything. Like, I'm sorry. I love DC. You guys know I love DC. But we have seen a lot of shit content lately. A lot. And when the showrunner is like, hey, did you know that we're going to have Doomsday? And you see Doomsday, and then you see something that could be resembled of a Bizarro. And I don't want to see him come back tomorrow and be like, ha, I gotcha. I'm like, no, you're just an idiot. You thought that was Doomsday. No, he's been producer of enough. No, he if he did it, he tried to get you. And... This no. is what's so funny about this whole your whole stance here is if people rewind it back and listen to last week's episode, they will say they will hear Clay say an awful lot of, "My God, I hope that's not Doomsday. My God, they better not do Doomsday. If they do Doomsday, I'm out of this." And now in, in one full episode, you you're, you're like you oh clearly my God, I can't you clearly do you clearly do an homage to Doomsday and it's Bizarro. No, we don't. I don't think he's Bizarro. So he is speaking in some weird tongue that I bet you anything we will find out is like backwards Kryptonian. So speaking backwards is something that Bizarro does. He has like a lighter complexion of skin tone and cracks in his face. He seems more infected than anything else. He seems like and, a zombified version. Well, it looks like he has like scribbles on his face also. And then his S is backwards, and the title screen of the show at the very end of the episode said Superman and Lois backwards. This is all pointing to Bizarro. Yeah, and that wouldn't be a bad thing for someone that last episode was like, my God, if they do Doomsday, it's too early. It's way too early. I'm, I'm out, Travis. Travis, I'm out of this show if they do Doomsday. And now you... we're one week away, and you're like, they didn't do Doomsday. They switched it up on me. I might no. be out. No, 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 no. Here's the difference. You show me something that is clearly doomsday, and you're like, oh, that's really bizarro. That's stupid. 
Well, that's just a containment if, suit. It's, it's on you to think that that's doomsday. I know that he no, said... No, no, no. No, oh, no, with, no. No, with if, CW... If somebody yes, has yes, a yes. yellow flash suit and then say, hey, by the way, that's actually Lex Luthor, you're like, no, what the hell? Not, no, if yes. we've seen him in... No, a containment suit don't 100% equal doomsday. Like... A yellow suit, yellow flash suit equals reverse flash. No, not no, the same it, thing. It's the exact same no, thing. It's not. His yes. suit is his gigantic scales and monstery thing, not a containment suit. That does not show no, me doomsday. The, Especially the general audience people. The containment suit kept all of that hidden. You didn't see any of the scales and the spikes and all of that until it was ripped off. Yeah. That's the whole point of this containment suit is to show. Like, is to hide who it is. Well, contain power to, to not, like, to yes. not let but know. you're, But you, so you're saying it's 99% Doomsday, but because of the 1% being Bizarro, it can't be Doomsday. It's not 99% Doomsday. Not even close. It's, 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 it's we, we, he takes off the thing. Ultimately, we'll never see that suit again, though. That's kind no. of the way I'm assuming it. No, we and... won't. But it's the fact that they did everything in their power to be like, this is Doomsday, this is Doomsday. See, oh, gotcha. No, okay, okay. Oh, I will, gotcha. I will concede, no, I will concede this. The the executive producer, Todd Helwig, going on and saying that was Doomsday was the dumbest thing ever. I will concede that. That is stupid. That Because if that he didn't say that, you are, you are happy today. You are like... Damn, they didn't. Uh, you, know, I, you were I, like, they did, you were like, they didn't do Doomsday. They didn't say Doomsday. But I, when I saw that containment suit, I thought Doomsday, and I thought, oh my god, it's going to be too soon. But because of what he said, he geared us all up for to expect Doomsday. Well, he did again. He said it's going to be Doomsday. But even still, I still know the story of Doomsday, and so when I see these mines. When I see somebody in containment suit bursting out into the open, see the containment suit. See him beating the shit out of Superman, and then the helmet breaks open. I am saying, "Oh, that's Doomsday." And then when I see Bizarro, I'm like, "Well, that's dumb. Why is if Bizarro watching, in Doomsday's containment suit?" If you were watching on HBO Max, maybe. But like you said way earlier in this, uh, this is the CW, and what did you say has happened to you so many times in the past? So I don't they, know why you would expect if you saw the suit for it to be. With CW, CW's models don't expect anything. (laughs) Because like you said, this show has not burned us. Yeah, This show has been good. And so work as a whole. So when I'm expecting a good show to do good things, I'm not expecting a good show to do stupid things. And this is a stupid thing. I don't I don't know if it is a stupid thing. I think you're judging it way before we find out what it actually is, what's going on. Like you like last week. Like if it's not Doomsday, it's the one thing you asked for it now, not to be. The Think about only this, thing the, the if we replayed only... last week, the one thing you asked for it not to be was it Doomsday, and it's not Doomsday. So the... I don't know how they win here. They don't win because it's stupid. Yeah, it would and you would have said the exact same thing if that ripped that off and it was Doomsday. You would have said, This is stupid. So they couldn't win either way with you on this one. No. Okay. Well, now, then, then we the only, that. now the I will say the only thing that can redeem them for using the face of Tyler and the storyline of looking like Superman. There was, I believe, a new 52 story that I never read. There was a time when Superman 
had the doomsday virus and he turned into doomsday well that because he's looking like he had, i said he looked like he had so a virus. if this version of superman turns into doomsday and they write it in a way that's like hey this person is going to turn into this monster and he shows up to be this monster okay i can then say hey it was stupidly introduced, but they got there, and I'm okay with it. It was more like they were trying to give an Easter egg that they didn't really need to give in that yes. suit. Okay, I but like I said, that, you were asking and, but, for it not to be is, Doomsday, so I just I don't know. They kind of they essentially what we established here is they backed themselves into a stupid corner with you by showing that suit and doing that in the last episode and the interview combined into that because that was i don't know who i actually you know who probably approved that pr move for him the the person who approved the pr move for, for joss whedon's uh, article probably, <laughs> no but see i, I don't but see, this, that. i will say this is smart marketing if what i said is true if yeah. this is in fact a superman from a different world or whatnot with the doomsday virus then he could say oh this is doomsday and we're all looking at him like um, you're an idiot. That's not Doomsday. And then they tell the exact story of the Doomsday virus. Then you're like, oh, okay. Now I get it. I wouldn't be shocked. But because I'm already expecting that being a possibility, I'm still saying, hey, you really didn't need to go this far to try to sell us on something when you could have just let it play through. Yeah. And if they do, even if they use some like cheap, uh, TV show science reason why he had the suit on. Uh, maybe if you tied into that uh, pendant that he was wearing, uh, if you tied into that, maybe that's energy. Maybe that's strong enough energy that it got to be contained. I don't know. I, like, I, if again, that, that seems like it's something to me, Clay, because it's kind but, of like it seems like it's a, a, a cloud inside or could be any like moving. Well, I was gonna walking. say the, the worst thing about these types of shows. Um, that like we will never have a Mephisto moment here on Superman and Lois, but it comes with like, oh, this is our expectation. Oh, this is our predictions and doing all of this stuff. And predictions can sometimes exceed expectations. Yeah. Well, what, uh, what Brent said when when expectations become, I can't remember when. Pre- <laughs> whatever Brent says exactly don't make I, I didn't want to tr- I didn't want to try to quote them because I couldn't remember it myself I could remember it, um, it said so, it so well Brent like, so I so I as a comic book fan I know these storylines and I know that like oh they could take from this and take from this and so I do not know what that thing on his chest is but because we are so into these comic book worlds we can make the assumption oh, that is what is probably powering him down. And the containment soup was just helping with that. Or keeping him from transforming into Doomsday. Yeah. I don't know. Like he could, Maybe he'd be going from Earth to Earth. I'm really interested in now, what it, it could it be. Was, it was very interesting for General Lane to just straight up say, hey, could this be the Superman from your Earth? Yeah. Like acknowledging the fact, hey, remember, these guys are not from the same Earth. And that Superman could still be out there. Um, maybe he was looking for absolute power and something happened and now this is what he's become so I do enjoy that and then he said oh well no that Superman was vulnerable to 
red solar flares, which you were hitting the solar flares to the containment suit, not his body. So just putting that out there as well. Um, and maybe that containment field is made that way so he can't take in uh, any sun. So he wouldn't be able to get yeah. a yellow, but he wouldn't get red either. So here's the question, though. This bizarro Superman, because that's what I will call him until I am proven otherwise, goes to BS. goes to yeah BS. Um, <laughs> it goes to the now destroyed fortress. Yeah, what is he gonna do? I hope we get a new freaking fortress claim because I've been asking for that since the first one, got, the last one got destroyed. It was one of my favorite so, things about the show was the how cool I will fortress go ahead, was. I I have no idea. If Scott or Ray listen to this, um, I went ahead and listened to their episode uh, reviewing uh, the first two episodes or whatnot um, of this show yeah. as well. DC TV Squadcast rises from the yes for 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 those who also want to go listen to them. Um, they had uh, very good things to say about the show. Um, they uh, are expecting Doomsday, of course. Uh, if they're listening to this particular episode, it's because they've already seen this episode. Yeah. Uh, Ray knew about the article. Scott did not. Um, so I would like to know how they feel about this as well. Um, I'll I probably message them. I hope Scott didn't read the article. No. Afterwards. Uh, no, I mean, no, no, no. He, 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 Scott said that he wanted to go in blind. So oh, I know he, he has the restraint. Yeah. Um, I, I will probably message him probably at like later in the week. So I know for sure. Hey, have you seen this episode? And we'll talk about it. Uh, but they see the potential of how, if this is doomsday and whatnot, how they could possibly lead into a funeral for a friend. And they brought up a really good point that I didn't really think about because my whole point in bringing in doomsday to early, this is season two of a universe that has been around because Superman is already 20 years into being Superman. Yeah. Uh, he has high school age children. Um, he has been Superman for a lot longer than that. And technically in the eyes of timeline and the comics of Superman, Superman is killed by doomsday. Like, in his mid twenties, late twenties, not even, you know. Um, so I still believe that, like, I don't have enough information of this world to really care about that death. But it technically would make sense in this universe if that death took place now. So take that with a grain of salt. Let this play however it may play. Um, I'm still going to have knee-jerk reactions to things like I do now. I'm here um, to calm you down, Clay. I'm here to calm you down and keep you on the path. <sighs> now, now, if we get a lightsaber uh, force fight, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm out you, too. You, you, th like, you think we're going to get the cellophane Superman taking off the... Uh, still the... won't be as bad as that <laughs> force lightning. No, I don't I... even understand. That was never a thing for seven... Like, Never once they hold lightning and fight people. Like, okay, there, Brandon, there Rancho, is Rancho, Rancho. I've always said this. There was a storyline where Barry 
had a item that was called the lightning rod. But this is no, legit it, lightning it, that they were fighting with. It was a little ridiculous. Um, but this is Superman and Lois. Yeah. Um, so this ends with that Superman or Bizarro on uh at the fortress. Um this also ends with John asking his girlfriend to sell him some XK. Solid girlfriend there, John. Solid girlfriend. Ugh. I don't care what kind of economic position you're in, I mean this uh, also has Natalie and John, you know, Natalie is still closer. worried. Yeah, a little bit closer, but you know, John is explaining to her, we're here. Like we there is no real way to go back yet. Or if it's even safe to go back, type of thing. I meant uh young Jonathan. Oh, young John. I thought you meant John I and th- Natalie. I, th- I, can't, I can say Jonathan so I don't mix up him and John. Ah, but, okay, okay, okay. But I, I thought that there was a little spark between him and Natalie. I don't know if there's a friendship spark or more, but like they were playing Madden and they were kind of like talking back. And forth I, I do think it's very nice that they do include her. Yes, in, and in they, that. Well, she tries. She, I, I'll give her credit as well because she inserts herself. Because of the personality she has, and we do get a cool scene at the end where she's she's saying, "Dad, her dad, uh, he's like, I'm sorry, like I, I, like I'm sorry I didn't tell you, but I'm gonna have to do this more." And she's like, "You're not doing this anymore until we fix the suit and pimp it out." So I'm excited to see what new things they'll do with the suit and the barn, because they're talking about giving the barn a makeover too. Yeah, and I guess I missed the fact that. Clark gave Jordan this yeah, whole, it was, like... it was terrible, Clay, because they kind of... That was one thing I didn't like, because they built... He built it up, like, I, I got something to give him, like, something to... And we didn't hear anything of it. We didn't even see him give it to him. And then he... And he then he gives, gives this... To, to he gives it to Sarah. Dude, I... I was like, my face immediately like perked up, and I was like, "Oh no, dude! Was, what do you? Why are you I giving was like, her jewelry?" Dump his ass, Sarah! Dump his ass! Dump his ass! This is so cringy and awkward. It's like, oh look, I'm gonna give you something I've now. You can some, stay with me longer, right? I've seen uh, that, Clay. I've seen that uh, so many times growing it's, up. I've seen it's my, one of my friends take a hundred dollars and buy a ring, a promise ring. I'm like, what are you promising? <laughs> what are you promising? Like, you're 16, dude. Promise, take that money and spend it on something for yourself, or take the girl out for a nice date. Promise ring. Oh my god! Spoiler alert: that promise ring didn't last six months. <laughs> <laughs> Not the ring found apart the, the relationship. Oh man! Yeah, so that was cringy. I've been with you there, but it, but teenage kids are cringy. So I, I I read that and I think, and honestly, I remember kids that are like that. So I will give them passes for that. I can remember. I, I understand that that is what teenagers do, and I understand that there is technically a demographic of viewers that are a lot younger than me. Yeah. But, like, I want more Superman yeah, and we Lois. Do too, yeah. I, I want more Superman and Lois, not John and Jordan, to be honest. I like um, John. I like Jonathan's storyline. I think it's really great right now. I think it's probably the best it's been, besides the fact I did enjoy in last season just trying to cope with not having powers and being around people yeah. that did. But I am enjoying the fact that he's in a very compromising position because his girlfriend is selling it. She's in terrible like position. Her dad's crap dad and 
like they're in the trailer park, got no money. He's just trying to help pay bills. Yeah. And he's competing for to be, a, he don't want to ride the bench for a full season anymore. He's competing with this guy who's taking the X stuff and doing wicket. So it's just, I, I know so, one thing. So, so when question. Clark sees him perform, he's going to know something's up. No, well, I was going to ask, who do you think is going to find out for first? Jordan Clark's or Clark? going to think something's wrong and not know what it is. Jordan's going to find out, oh, but Jonathan's so, going to make him not say anything. Okay, so technically there's five people that could find out first because yeah. this is a whole household that now lives together. Yeah. John, Natalie, Clark, Lois, and Jordan. Natalie These are the and people. Jordan are my two votes for who would I think this. it's I could, it could push Natalie and J- Jonathan's storyline first. I think together. it's I think it's going to be either Natalie or John. Yeah. And the reason why I say that, yes, John and Lois really bonded last year, but I think that was their moment to bond. But we saw there was a lot of influence on Jonathan from John. Yeah. So I do think there's a possibility that he could see this and be like, dude, what are you doing? Like, you don't have to do this, blah, blah, blah. Natalie, we see a little spark here in this episode that could be some foreshadowing into like, hey, she whoops them in Madden. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think it'll be, it. I think it could be anybody other than Clark or Lois. Yeah, I think so as well. I think they'll be the last to know. But I do, I, I, I like enjoy that stuff. Like I think that's better than uh, some of the other stuff we've gotten in other CW shows. It's just like I said, that interview was so stupid, so stupid. Yeah. Like you just, you didn't need to do that. And that would have been fine for me anyway. I wouldn't have cared. I wouldn't have expected anything. I would have been like, Oh, that looks like the containment suit for, no, they're not going to do that. And then they, I'd look, watch this episode and be like, Oh, they didn't do that. I guess they just want to do an Easter egg. They've done some stupid shit like that before. But I, I mean, we've seen Jay Garrick's helmet with wings for about uh, 14 episodes before we got the actual Jay Garrick. So I don't know. It's just, Sometimes, and the guy who ran the first couple of seasons of Flash, I think, is running this show. So, you know, who knows that? But yeah, uh, I, but I, I still enjoy it. Like I said, I'm nervous though because there, I don't there, know what the hell they're going with at the end there. I, I'm there's, nervous. There's a lot of things there that that can make this go downhill. Um, it's easy to eat clay. It's easy to have one full, one good season. It's hard to have multiple good seasons. Exactly. Yeah. Um. So a little bit of a side note here. Um, I am currently packing everything up in my house uh, in order to move to in a different apartment. Um, so because of that, you, you had that, you took that thing down. You said it was you were going to have it packed before the next. Ah, uh, uh, shit! Yeah, I did. Um, I, I, I took most of this stuff down. Look at you! Look at you getting ahead of the game. You said, yeah. You said I probably won't have that done. That's the last thing you said before we stop. So, <laughs> so um. We will not have an episode next week. Um, instead, we will do a two-episode recap. It'll be a little bit of a longer episode, um, but really depending on the content of each episode, it could be still the same amount of time. Really depends on what's going on, um, which reminds me, I still need to talk to Spectrum tomorrow about giving me actual internet at my new place so I can record stuff. So... Yeah. Uh, with that, of course, you can always find me at Fanboy Clay on Twitter. Look at the link tree in there. You can find the links to all the shows that I host, that being DC Alliance, Batman News Weekly, Ranger Alliance, and, of course, Star Wars Alliance. So, Travis, where can they find you? They can find me on Twitter at Travis underscore 156. You can drop me a line. We can chat about DC anytime. 
also hosts Superhero Discussions. Did a new episode this week for uh, Spectacular Spider-Man 106. And patrons will get episode 107 with Joe in their feeds as well. Also, patrons, I recorded some extra Patreon content. Uh, a top five for me. I'm going to try to do top five Fridays as often as possible. Uh, this one is top five NES games of all time. For me, me, not a consensus. What <laughs> I think. That was a beauty thing about net, uh, NES games, Clay. Every person around, even in the small island I was on, had different games. Besides yeah. the Super Mario 3 and the Super Mario Duck Hunt, everyone had different games. So you got to trade them and got to try all kinds of cool things. So it was a really fun little ranking. And I had some honorable mentions. I almost forgot Batman for, for NES, but I did Ooh, remember it as yeah. I was talking. And I was like, I got to throw that in honorable mentions. So check it out. We thank all the patrons. And like I said, thanks for everyone for listening. Yep, and we will see you guys in two weeks. Well, technically, oh, yeah, two weeks, because next Monday I'll I will be I'll see you on Monday. Here. I'll see you on Monday, listeners. All right, see you later.